Welcome to the Liquid Courage podcast presents Never Have I Ever, the podcast where I, Amanda Pereira, sit down with a friend, grab a yummy beverage, and play the infamous drinking game, Never Have I Ever. Each episode features a different friend of mine who works in the arts, and we play Never Have I Ever using prompts from you. We read the prompt out loud like, never have I ever gone skydiving, and if we have, we drink. Feel free to grab your favorite drink and play along with us. If you want to submit a prompt for the show, just click the link in the episode description. Today I'm joined by my friend Maddie Foley. Maddie is a Toronto-based actor and writer. She co-hosts 30 Going On 13, a movie review podcast where two 30-year-olds discuss the formative teen films from the 1990s and 2000s and how they ruined us. Coming up in January, you can catch Maddie on screen as Nat on the new CBC comedy One More Time. And keep an eye out for her comedy miniseries, Meg, which is set to start filming next month. Now for a little behind-the-scenes insider information. A little bit into recording this episode, Maddie and I had some tech issues where it appeared like we had lost everything that we had just recorded, and so we decided to start all over again to later find out that what we originally thought we lost, we didn't lose. (laughs) Hopefully that wasn't too hard to follow. So I went back and forth whether I should share both or just share the second one since we started all over again. But like very professional podcasters, during the second recording, Maddie and I kept referencing the first one, and then we kept saying that we shouldn't keep referencing the first one. Anyway, I decided to share both of them. So you'll hear the first recording, and then I'll pop in again to let you know where things cut out and where we started back again. It's pretty obvious, but hey, this gives me an opportunity to pop back and say hi. I did also technically say in the second recording that if by some miracle the first recording was salvaged, that I would share it, so... Hey, I want to stick to my word. All right, let's play Never Have I Ever with my friend Maddie. I'll start us off with our first prompt. Never have I ever listened to the intro of this episode. (laughs) Drink. Oh my God. Hi, Maddie. Hi, friend Maddie. How are you today? Hey, I'm so good. I'm so excited to be here right now. I know. I'm excited to have you. Two podcast gals just living our lives online. Two podcast moguls, Canadian uh, podcast moguls, comedians, uh, talented, queens. Humans. Oh my God. People. It's so fun. Wow. How are you? What an intro. I'm doing great. I've genuinely been so excited for this today. I was going to text you earlier and be like, see you soon. I'm like, no, I'll just see her soon. Like, I don't have to. Just with no info. See you soon. Yeah, yeah. With no info. See you soon. Hello. See you soon. (laughs) Hope you're going to be there. Hi. But I'm like, no. So I I don't know if I told you, but Flying Monkeys Brewery here in Ontario, Canada is supporting this Never Have I Ever podcast. So they sent me like the drinks (gasps) for the show. Yeah. And so they sent me a bunch of different ones. So fun. And I'm choosing them specifically for my guests. So this one is a hard seltzer and it's called Tangerine Fuzz Machine. I drank it one other time, but I loved it so much. But I just felt like you would really appreciate the artwork of this it feels a little nostalgic like your brand yes I would have I would have drawn is what I was gonna say I would have drawn (laughs) that on my notebook in like grade six and been kind of like hmm maybe I should be a visual artist maybe that's what's in my path I did shit like that all over my freaking agenda at school I love that can. It's cute, eh? You know what? Flying Monkey, and I'm not just saying this because they gifted us they drinks, gave you but like for free stuff. Because they, they gave me free stuff, I would say this mm-hmm. regardless. Behind their back, their artwork is incredible on their cans. Like it really is. It's so Dude, cool. Yeah, that's such a that would be a sick gig. A beer artist, a beer, a beer can, can, visual artist, graphic oh. designer, hashtag marketer slash marketer. PR in New York. I'm obsessed <laughs> with that. You're such a capitalist mogul like 
pig, but in a cool way. You have sponsors. I am wearing pink today. I'm obsessed They're just with lovely. That. You know what I've learned, Maddie, honestly, is like if you ask people things, yeah. the worst thing that can happen is they say no. But if well, you don't ask, the worst thing that can happen is they would have said yes and like you didn't ask. You know what I mean? That, so That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. I have it tattooed on my scapula on the back and of that, my body. That's the podcast for today. Thanks for joining us. Thank you us. so much for joining us. Subscribe below. That's my problem. I don't like asking. I hate I asking. I need yeah. to learn how to do it. Why? Why I don't can't. you like to ask? Because asking for help has yeah. always been equal weakness in my yeah, yeah, yeah. life slash family slash like I don't always want to say world, the world culture because I'm white. Planet, but you know what I mean? Galaxy. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. It's such a shitty or it's such an unfortunate lesson that we learned that asking for help is weakness. Yeah, like, it really sucks. Yeah. It just does such a disservice. I'm looking back through my history. There's got to have been like a daycare assistant that like was ruthless <laughs> to me one time or something about when I asked for help because I just feel I'm so against it. Like yeah, internally. Yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. like someone must have fucking done something back in the day. OK, so I have this theory that just popped into my head. But then I realized I have this theory. But you yeah. made me realize but you it. have okay. it for real. Yeah. But I've had it. Yeah. Is that. I think whatever context we first learned to feel shame as a child is like a large imprint. So if you learned, yeah, as a kid, like if one of the first five times that you felt shame as a kid was when you were asking for help, I think that fucks you up asking for help. Or if it's like you felt shame, (laughs) your hand on your forehead, or like if one of the first five times, I'm just throwing out five, that you felt shame as a kid, like for me was something like, oh, you don't know that. Like, you should have totally. known that, but you didn't. Like, I haven't always been great at asking for help. I am getting better. However, oh, the asking, gosh. like, oh, wait, what is that? Or what, is that? what does that mean? Oh, hell no. There's, like, a critical – okay, I'm a, literally yeah. – I'm a scientist. There's a critical window <laughs> for yes. shame. And yes. when something happens, you take the core of that experience and then, okay, I'm obsessed with that. That's what I'm thinking. Like truly, I mean, that's also so smart. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, t- everybody, tell me what you think. That's I also have to give credit to. You're like this is actually. <laughs> I've just stolen this. This is actually. Yeah, I yeah. actually did a master's in this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I've actually been studying for my entire life. I've been, but t- I've been the- studying shame for my entire life. <laughs> shame my entire. Honestly, actually, I've been practicing I actually kind shame. of happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually have a PhD in shame. It was also. <laughs> it was also. Erin from Curious Tourism, formerly known as Alpaca My Bags, that yes, we both Alpaca know. Yes, Alpaca My Bags, yeah. Because she works in marketing, or used to. No, I think still does. And she has an incredible podcast that we just named. Mm-hmm. You should go check it out. But she is also someone who helped me in asking for help because she told me how, like, there's so many companies that have budgets for marketing or budgets yeah. for, like, donations or supporting community art. And at the end of the quarter, so they haven't true. spent that money and they don't know what to do with it. So solve their problem and ask them like, hey, I could be your solution. You know, that's a helpful totally. way of looking at it, too. No, that's so know. smart. I feel preachy now. Am I getting preachy? No, no. Preachy. It's like, no, it's more like life coaching because I asked for it and I need it. <laughs> I was going to say, but you didn't ask for it. Okay, no, I, I like... do. No, no. This is the situation I put myself in with everyone. I always go into everything. I go, I know nothing. Can you help me? And then I try and I soak up their ideas. I wear their skin. I yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm like a psychic vampire. Yeah. And then I go, I think I learned something today. And then tomorrow I wake up, forget it. Back to square one. <laughs> okay. Also, I feel like as your friend, I need to give you more credit than you're giving yourself. You have so many fabulous ideas. When I talk to you, I walk away feeling inspired. Also, I watch your TikTok and Shut you have a ton of comedic up. ideas too. So 
Please. Woman sitting in bed, as my one friend Blair described, <laughs> my my TikTok brand. Woman sitting in bed with half-baked idea. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. You're one where you were, like, poking fun at people who are like, tell me about the first time that you ever, like, a celebrity interview. Oh, my God. That video I watched so many times, Maddie. Well, that was my first time going viral, and I got... I got a taste of the good life, a.k.a. being absolutely <laughs> bullied to shit on TikTok no. by, like, random men in the Midwest. Yeah. No, it was great. I loved it. Are you loved serious? It. Oh, yeah. TikTok's full of um, terrible people, actually, yeah. shockingly. Hashtag women aren't funny vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Number one and hashtag. Then, and then also just, like, straight up death threats, and you're like... God, I didn't even I didn't even care about what I'd made. Why do you? You also <laughs> shared no polarizing view in no, this. You shared I know. a comedic point of view, but I'm nothing so not polarizing. political, religious, no. like literally not literally, I can't even talk. Literally nothing. I know. So now I'm going to get bullied. No, and dude. Uh, you will by TikTok. Wow, I will by mid. Dude, it's so crazy. it's Midwestern, All Midwestern middle-aged men. white men. Men that have fish in their pictures and oh, or gas station sunglasses on and they're way too close to the camera for oh, their yeah, yeah, little yeah. tiny profile. Those guys, wow, they'll was, get you. Look at that specificity. Comedian, Oh, because they'll get you. Comedian right here because they'll get <laughs> hey, you. Rule of three I, and be specific. <laughs> I try <laughs> and everyone will be like, yes, and. Something I'm trying not to do is I find when, when I find out that people fish and or hunt, yeah. I'm, I'm turned off immediately as a human being. Same. But should I, should I, I'm trying to not, like, shouldn't we quest for non-judgment? I don't know. Where's the line? You know what? My social battery is so little now. Mm. There's so few people in my life that I can even give attention to. (laughs) A hunter and, and, or I'm a fisher who like kills their fish and like smacks them on the rock. (laughs) They're not making in. They're not making into my circle. (laughs) Right, right, right. And like, do I hate them to their core? No, there was was contemplation. I'm glad there's a video. I'm glad there's a video aspect to this so that you could see how I said that. (laughs) There is. But also there are some people who only listen. That's why I'm like, there's contemplation. Like I'm giving in context. Oh, yeah. yeah, Yeah. You're you're doing the visual. I'm narrating as we go. (laughs) I mean, honestly, that's a really good. It doesn't. We don't have to like everybody. I just. And also if you know, it's like family and friends and that's when it's rough. If you don't see animals as literally better like better than us not even equal to us better than us what the hell are you doing i know but then i eat them maddie then i eat them and like i don't anymore okay because of that i went to the x one year so Mm. i'm terrible already i went to the x (laughs) one year and i was like at the petting zoo this was in like 2017 this is the last year i think they had the petting zoo or maybe i was just looking at the whatever Whatever the case, I was at the X, and it's supposed to be this thing where they're like farm to table, like here's the animals and you eat them. And I had such an emotional reaction looking at the piglets that I was oh. like, I'm fucking done here, bro. Can't. I'm done. And I became a vegetarian from that day. And then I do still eat fish. I don't know how I justify that. That's fucking <laughs> crazy that I do that. But like, cause they have eyes, like they're still, they're still like looking and like living. But yeah. I walked over to the butter sculpture, looked at those guys and I've never looked back. Cause, butter I, sculpture. Cause I could not look animals in the eye and be oh. like, I love you, but also I eat you. I eat you. And I don't, I don't, I mean, for me, like, I don't, it's not like I make sure that it's kosher. I don't. No, but you need the cognitive dissonance, though, because, um, frankly, the anemia Mm. from being vegetarian (laughs) 
the weight gain, the inflammation, <laughs> the amount of pasta God. that you're like, this is all I can sustain myself. Well, that's the other thing, Maddie. I can't have it's gluten. T- no. So oh. I'm like, I don't, I mean, not no. like boohoo. I'm sure I can find a way. There's so many people who are like vegan and gluten, like who have a ton of allergies. Yeah, but no, and- Amanda, those people, their lives have become what am I become, eating today? hundred percent. I don't you're, you're want go- that to be my life. No, it you slowly have to. is becoming. I'm the person now. I'm the friend where when we go out for dinner, I have to look at the menu ahead of time and not because I I'm know. excitedly choosing what to order, but because I'm trying, I'm planning ahead. I'm calling the restaurant. Do you have... Like can we get I'll some take back? one I, dish. Yeah, if I, I don't bring even need variety. Ingredients? Can you make something? <laughs> for me? If I bring like potatoes and chicken and veggies, can you, can do you something make with it there? This? Yeah, Just can you do request? something? Special yeah. request on open table. You're like, oh, if, is I'm it like, bring your own ingredients? Or? Here's the recipe. hundred <laughs> percent. It's like it's so. And I hate it. I went on a trip with a couple friends like a couple weeks ago, and we went to this town we were trying all these different restaurants and I like hated who I was the whole time I felt like such a drag yeah but that's I think getting older though your stomach your body goes to shit your mind I mean we're all over the place medication wise these days uh (laughs) for mental like 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 above the next I thought you were saying fermental like we're fermenting and I was like yeah that too we are fermenting I'm most days fermenting and marinating in <laughs> yes. something and something and then mental me, uh, okay uh, the, the medication above the neck not it there <laughs> we've got a cocktail going on and we're trying to figure stuff out below the neck oh my god she's every day there's a new one there's a new crick a new crick and crack so don't feel bad you yeah. need to do what you need to do. Everyone becomes We have to try and take That's... care of ourselves. 100%. This week, al- actually not philosophy. even this week, this weekend alone, I've been told twice that I have dark circles under my eyes and that I have little white dots under my eyes. And it was like by people trying to sell me creams, but I truly, I said afterwards to my partner, I'm like, this isn't a good selling tactic. Like I'm just walking away feeling shitty about myself, but not was like I want kiosk? to subscribe. Where One was of them this? was like a female owned pop-up market. And they were don't aggressive, like which I respect. I don't like that. But no. the, yeah, no. And they were I like, we can do a demo that. right now. And I was like, I don't want you putting stuff under my eyes now. Another one, I was at a Rexall and she saw me, she worked there and she saw me looking at like <sighs> mascara or something. And then she was like, please don't ever put your face cream on your eyes. And I'm like, what? Did you know this? That you can't put face cream underneath your eyes? No. Oh my Why god, mom, I'm about to blow your mind. Okay, she's, so she said No, this see, is I, no, the Rex all woman said this. Because yes, I don't I'm not yes. getting on okay. this. She said Shit. underneath your eyes, if you have like little white dots, which I didn't know that I have, but apparently I have them, she said that can only be surgically removed. And the reason that you get that, I'm literally looking at my video right now. I mean, honestly, if you're watching, you can see that I have dark circles. I put so much concealer on because I'm so tired. Anyway, she was saying your face cream. You should not put under your eyes because the skin under your eyes is really thin and it doesn't have, it can't absorb anything. It doesn't have like pores, I guess. Okay. So it just sits there. I am up to that <laughs> point. Like, okay. it is thin skin. Yeah. But like, I've also had dermatologists say eye cream, under eye cream does nothing. Just use regular cream. Oh, see what? But then I'm also just like, oh, whatever, I'll just get Botox. Like, who gives a shit? Like, what are we going to do? I just, I don't want surgery close to my eyeballs. No, I got you. It just scares me. I'm a freak. <sighs> I'm a freak. I'll get anything. I have You're no... You're good to go. Do needles scare you? No. No. I'm like, my, literally put them in my face. I don't think I'd want to watch a needle go into my eye, but I wouldn't give okay. a shit. Like, I'm, I'm a dirty, nasty freak when it comes to 
surgeries, um, self-beautifying garbage. So, but I do not like this business of a woman at Rexall, which also doubles as a a pharmacy and grocery store. (laughs) Telling you so many things. Yeah. Well, if you go and get needles in your face and it's like an outpatient situation Mm -hmm. and you need someone to come with you, I would love to come and watch how it all happens. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Next time I get Botox. Next time I get Botox, come on in. Okay. You can see how I would actually love to come. I just want to see the whole process. And like, I'll buy you a drink. I'll bring you a little snack, a little treat. Like, I'll help. You don't even have to do I know, but I'll be like a little assistant friend. Botox is, yeah, Botox is an interesting thing. When I was a child, I was very against anything. But now I'm like, God, if I can just buy a little bit of confidence, why not? I think everybody gets to do whatever the hell they want as long as it's not hurting other people. It's your body. Do whatever you want with it. I know. Hi again. It's me. All right. So here's about where we had to stop recording and start over again. Or so we thought. Technology really is amazing. Now when we reference things from the first recording, you'll totally know what we're talking about. Enjoy. Hi, friend Maddie. Hi. (laughs) Hi again. Hi again. We're back. My God, some BTS, some behind the scenes. Maddie and I had some annoying tech issues happening that we were not able to solve because they weren't problems. They were just made up. I felt like I was being like fun and cute too and like funny. So it's so annoying when that happens because now you're probably going to get like, now I'm going to be less funny. I'm going to be less cool. I'm going to be less like, you know, raring to go. Now I'm like the boring, <laughs> not fun version. <laughs> no, I genuinely don't know what to do with a computer these days anymore. Storage is full. What is that? I don't know what that means. You know, when I feel that way is like if I feel like I did a really good audition and then Always. I need to go in for the callback and I'm like, I don't think I'm going to sparkle the same. Am I? I don't know. No. The second time around. Whenever I get a callback and I make it sound like that happens all the time, all the time <laughs> I get a callback, I was like, refer to the video, refer to the video because I'm not going to do a better job if you liked that oh. is what I'll say. I also find like if I do a couple different takes that are quite different from each other and then I get a callback and I go in and I'm like, no, I have no idea what vibe they liked and maybe they what you hated want. the other one. Yeah. I always get so nervous about that. And, and that's just that's just background. That's just actor actor talk. All of you <laughs> all of you normal folk probably wouldn't even know what we're saying. Um, no, being an actor is terrible. It's an absolute terrible journey. <laughs> it's a horrible decision. Don't do it. <laughs> it is an interesting decision. Actually, somebody said said um somebody i was listening to a podcast and they were like oh the reason my my (laughs) friend who i've never met and has no idea who i'm talking about was like everybody chooses to be in entertainment like because they want some they want attention for some reason and not in a judgmental or bad way at all but it's like they want some sort of validation or attention yes easily yeah i didn't get it from my parents so now i look for it everywhere Mommy, like, like truly, isn't that maybe how why like everyone gets into anything? I don't know. There's never. I don't think anyone has like an intrinsic passion for something that isn't derived from like them getting something out of it. You know, like power is another one. Like a lot of people get into certain roles because they want to be powerful. Yeah, or like to take care of others. But I still feel like that. Yes. And I'm and no way am I saying like oh, all of them are selfish in a bad way. But like, if you want to be a doctor because you want to take care of people, I'm like, well, you want to feel like you are a caring person. Like you want to feel like you are contributing that. I come from a family of doctors. <laughs> so I feel like I can talk shit about that. Oh, I got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of high status. You guys want attention too, just like yeah, me. But it's yeah, it's different. Everyone wants yeah. it. It's just a little different. It's just a little different. Yeah, but no, being an actor, you're very sick for attention all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's like you have to, you have to like figure out a way that your life is your own and not other yes, people's. Also. I know. It's so hard. Tell me how to do that. 
I don't me know. know. Me know now how to do that. I don't know. You know what an acting teacher told me once? They said that when what? you get an email and you see that it's an audition, don't open yeah. it for 10 minutes. Like, leave it. Do not look at it. Why? So it doesn't overtake your life. So it doesn't oh hijack. Oh, my God. Well, you I'm going to those... be thinking about it for that 10 minutes the <laughs> whole time. That's true. That's true. I try practicing it and I'm like, well, I'm just thinking about it. But I do. You know what I try and do, though? If I'm like hanging out with friends or I'm in a meeting or something and I see it pops up, I open it and all I look at is the due date. And I'm yeah, like, okay, is this like a this evening thing or is this can I look at later? And then that's what I try and do. Well, let me be a little bit of a bougie B word here. If I see the word commercial... I don't even open it. Really? I don't even know. <laughs> no, I do. No, yes, I do. do. I need the money. I need the yeah. money. But <laughs> if I see the word commercial, I immediately get wah, wah. Careless. Yeah. Don't care. I have to say, though, voice acting commercial, I am obsessed Different game. with it. Oh, my yeah. God. I love it. Yeah, it's great. It's a great gig. Yeah. I like voice acting a lot, actually. Yeah, same. And, like, I enjoy voice acting for commercial significantly more than on camera acting for commercial. I think you just get to be a bit more creative. There are some commercials where you actually get to, like, have fun and bring yourself a little bit. But a lot of the time, yeah. it is kind of just like a snapshot of how yeah. you look and whatever, I mean, you know. Yeah. One of the worst notes I ever got was stop moving your face so much. And that was on a com- <laughs> and that was in a commercial, and I was like, I don't know how to navigate this at all. So oh, no. yeah, I mean, you know what? It's all shit, really, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> You're so opposite for me. You're yeah. like, no, it's all good. <laughs> I've noticed that in self tapes though, like since COVID, how it's way more self tapes. I notice the little things that I do with my face. I put my oh, chin yeah. up a lot more often than I need to. I'm like, can't put your chin down. Nobody's talking like that. I definitely am so in my head, but I'm like that in person too. Like when mm. I'm talking to someone, I'm always like, make sure you're looking good. Make sure you're looking nice so that they know that you're active listening. So then I'll be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yes. like I do all that shit. So I'm like, eh, whatever. Are you like, are, do you feel, okay, this is where this is coming from. Okay, now we're talking about acting. We literally, I know, so we were like, we're going to play. know. I know. You guys need to know the last Everyone needs to know. podcast, the full last podcast we did that got deleted. <laughs> we didn't even talk about it. We didn't even we do a about, prompt. Oh, we, we didn't even about, talk about acting. We didn't talk about acting either. We talked about Botox and Oh yeah, I want to come with you and see the noodle. Oh, I was going to say see the noodle. I meant the needle. Shame. Well, True. We talked about shame. We talked about shame and that was really deep of us i think i actually do think oh people my need god to know that. yeah oh yeah. because you have a hard time asking for help yes. oh yeah because flying monkeys brewery supporting this podcast and today yeah. they donated drinks for the show and today i'm drinking tangerine fuzz machine which is a hard seltzer which i am so excited for and you were like oh i can't ask for help oh yeah it's all coming back to me Celine yeah. Dion, all coming back to me now because i was saying i have the theory now i'm not going to explain it as well i know as and no one cares care. we have to get now over no one cares it. i know i no know because they weren't there we have to get over it no one was there it was just us no there it was just us on the internet wasn't it well frick. i mean the internet wasn't even there that was the problem maybe Damn. or, the, or the, the the storage space you know it's funny though on the last one you were like my social battery is so low and then it was yeah. like your computer was like me too like i don't have the space my computer is like it does say i have 177 gigs but <laughs> i actually don't though that was what my computer said <laughs> just wild okay what are you drinking today now I i'm mean, drinking I water it, i love that. mommy's drinking water with my name on it yeah why is your name on it with a little tape well huge brag set hashtag set life somebody put tape on this on a set a couple months ago when I worked last <laughs> and uh, I kept it. Great. I kept it. I, it reminds me of being employed. It reminds <laughs> me of being around other people, <laughs> making money for my craft. So I kept the tape. Yeah. And I'm drinking water out of it. 
And why am I drinking I water? I'm doing a bit of a sober November. And it yeah. doesn't rhyme. It's not cool. <laughs> There's no hashtag. But I'm doing a full-blown sober November because I went out for two nights on Halloween and I felt absolutely mm. delinquent, like degenerate. I felt decrepit. <laughs> three d's after so i was like i'm not drinking for a month do you feel like well i guess it's very early in the month so maybe you haven't felt this yet or maybe you won't do you feel like you have to justify (laughs) i was thinking like do you feel like you have to justify it like do you feel if you have to say like even when you're like i'm drinking water yes the reason i am yeah Yeah. that's shitty i wish you didn't feel that way it's not because you just in general I also feel like I have to make that then make other people feel like, but I'm just doing it because of this. You shouldn't feel bad for drinking. Oh, because I'm a fucking crazy ass empath who is literally so sick in the head about it all the time. No, but that is a thing that no, I but I that's understandable. Honestly, when I say I'm vegetarian, yeah, I always go, but it's only because my stomach was getting it's like, I know I'm just vegetarian. But I'm yeah. I'm so concerned about everyone else feeling good all the time that mm. I'm constantly trying to control a conversation so that yeah, they feel yeah, yeah. good. And it actually probably makes them feel bad because I'm very intense about it. So <laughs> I don't think it's working. <laughs> well, listen, you could drink water if we hang out again and we record on this exact same podcast again in yeah. the future. You yes. can drink water for whatever reason you want. I'm drinking Flying Monkeys Water, water. Brew. Water yeah, yeah, yeah. Brew. Zero percent, double, triple filtered water. And it's really good. And I love the can. Love the can. And it has my name on it. That's me That's cracking. Crack your can and let's do a prompt. Because okay. last okay. time we talked and didn't do a For 75 prompt. minutes and didn't do one and, prompt. Okay. Yeah. You guys should have heard the other podcast. It was mm. so good. Maddie, you have to stop telling them. Because then this is going to be subpar. But you know what you're doing? You're I trying know. to control the output. I'm setting the bar low so that, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. sick. But I'm it so never sick. existed. I would do that. I no. do the same thing. I do no. the same thing. Anybody who's still here. <laughs> wants to be here <laughs> they weren't here before oh you know just from the beginning of this podcast yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. watch what oh, happens yeah. here's what i'm gonna say if somehow the internet like somehow say salvages that podcast yeah i will release both okay and be do like, it. look which one came well no we're gonna know which one came first have a now. now do we're have a poll. poll which one did you like better what do you like better and then i'm we're never gonna look at the results because we're not driven by other people's opinions of us I know. No. Look at your face. And you're like, well, well, maybe we are. Maybe we are. So we're going to play Never Have I Ever today. Let's and I'm going to read a prompt from this beautiful little woven basket. And I told you this before we started recording the other podcast and this yes. one. But these are prompts submitted by viewers and listeners. Obsessed. I don't know what's in here because I want to see it for the first time with you. With that said, we are allowed to say no to any one that we want because consent and everyone is in control of their own that. speech. So I'm going to pick two and then you tell ah. me which one. Oh, and I just realized I'm wearing rings on either one, on either of my hands. Okay. Do you want the one with my ring on my middle finger or the ring on my pointer finger? Pointer finger. Beautiful. That actually went against my intuition, but I, oh. isn't that crazy? No, I don't trust my gut ever. I go the opposite of my gut. Isn't that crazy? Maddie, what if you start just going, has it worked for you? Well, you know, actually on those little TikTok videos where they're like, what color stone am I holding? And then yeah. it reveals the color yes. stone. I go with my gut. And then I go, no, that's not right. And then I go with the other option. It's 50-50. It's usually 50-50. Right. And that's just a little story about me. (laughs) That's just a little bit about me taking those TikTok videos so seriously and being like, am I psychic? And then um, (sighs) taking my time. So 
Yeah. <laughs> when I started with my th- the therapist I have right now, I told her like, you know, she's like, oh, so what are you coming to therapy for? One of the things was like, I think I've abandoned my like gut. Yeah. I think I've abandoned my gut voice, like my gut instinct so much that she's kind of given up and she doesn't talk to me anymore. Like I'd like her to talk to me again because I just there's nothing. If I was a therapist and you came in and said that, I'd be like, that's above my pay grade. You are very smart. <laughs> well, <laughs> I hope it's not above her pay grade. She's no, really it shouldn't helped be. with it, actually. I hear voices now. Is oh, that good? good? I don't know. Actually, I think probably she's working a little bit backwards that way, but Absolutely. honestly, good. Now, this one's silly. Never have I ever tipped less than 10%. I have. Do you remember? Drink your water and then tell I me definitely have. what poor soul you didn't give rent to. I have done it by accident before and then made a full-blown production going, oh my God. <laughs> of course. Do you take cash? Okay, this is actually a like, it's not that interesting of a story. So great to tell Greg. the podcast. Greg or Greg. In Ireland, I was recently there and they don't really accept tips. You have to say like round up before they bring you the machine. They're not allowed to like add it. They don't have an option for it. So there were a couple instances there where I did not have euros on me and I didn't tip and I felt Mm. really fucking bad. But in different – some places it's not a part of the culture because they're paid – I think they make a living wage. Yeah. That's why it's built into our service industry because servers don't make – So Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think you have to – I think before I served, I bet you I made some mistakes where I didn't clue in. Well – You know? I'm now thinking too as like a young 13-year-old at Jack Astor's like being (laughs) – rowdy with my friends yeah, yeah asking yeah. for fucking virgin strawberry daiquiris they're like yeah. oh christ we gotta get the blender out like nobody oh, the blender drinks here and then stealing forks thinking it's funny and then they're like <laughs> we know you stole forks and you're like we fucking didn't don't call the cops those days i definitely did not tip i had no idea what a tip was yeah. i did not understand tipping culture mm-hmm. i was also pre- i was also like paying with like two $20 bills and then they would bring the change back and I'd be like thank you like I had no idea <laughs> no so idea there yeah. were many days in those grades six and seven getting the spinach Asiago dip going oh, to the movies yum that I did not tip yeah what yeah, yeah. what about you I think when I was younger what I didn't there might have been a couple times where like you use a gift card and then you pay the rest on card or with cash That's and then dicey. I would tip on the, the re- leftover and didn't clue in until I started serving honestly I looked back and was like oh fuck I think there were a couple times that I did that that I didn't think oh yeah I should have tipped on the whole amount not on the amount that's now on the machine I'm picturing you like waking up in a cold sweat in the middle of the night <laughs> being like did honestly I yeah tip on the remaining yeah you know what though I think that's a testament to us being very nice people good citizens when I was 13 no I was absolute <laughs> hell but <laughs> but be, having my own debit card and beyond, yeah, I think we're I think we're fucking good people. Yeah, my yeah. mom was always really big on telling us like to tip. She also always said like if you are going out for breakfast, you tip twenty percent, even if yes. they were the worst in the entire world, because yeah, they have to deal with people before they have food and before they get coffee, and they have to get oh, up early, really and you don't want to. Sweet. So, and my mom would talk about her days in serving, just like mention that she used to be yeah. a server, and she was always like. No, you tip servers. So even when I was young, I, I knew that. that it was a thing, but I didn't know the logistics of gift cards. Like I didn't no, understand that at I all. I was dense as hell in grade seven and eight. I literally <laughs> thought a tip was like, I thought a tip was like, <laughs> oh, <wait>. sweet cheeks. <laughs> like I thought it was like a, like, 
And they're like, stop moving your face so much. <laughs> like, an, yeah, the waiter is like, can you deliver that without moving your face? I literally thought it was a extra add on, like kind of like a confident, cocky, like keep the change, Dolly. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I thought a tip was. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was not doing that. And then when I found out it's how people make a living, then I start, <laughs> then I did start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, we have one that I had more than one. Hands. Yay. I know. I'm so proud of us. Even I'm okay. such a talkative little devil. It's not like I don't know you. And who I am I? Like, literally, it's my podcast, and you've had to be like, Amanda, we need to do a prompt. Like, we have to stop talking. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, but it's because I, I steam. It's because I'm a steamboat, though. Like, I if don't I think you're. Like... Wait, a steamboat. Wait, is it. <gasps> This is all tying into what we recorded before and lost so much because you said you can't ask for help. And I said, I can't ask like, if hey, what right does that mean? Is. Yeah. Yeah. And wait, Steamboat, isn't it Steamroll? So it's totally Steamroll. So you are correct oh, in cool, that. Cool, cool. I love that. I always, I do always love to do little bit of adjacent <laughs> things. And I'm actually the exact, op- the exact opposite of you. I love it. In that I love getting a word wrong and I love being close to it. Um, Like Scott, like scotch what is that scott, scott. egg no not scotch egg. Say fucking egg scotch tape not scotch oh, yeah tape. scotch What's tape the fucking expression about scott bonnet oh oh that's a pepper. whatever you know what it doesn't yeah. matter but i like to be wrong and i think it's yeah. silly and fool fun fanfare to be wrong and just say words wait hold on i will get to this prompt but i'm like oh that's so incongruent with the idea that you are also like a perfectionist thinking about what other people think yeah thinking about what other people think and like wanting to sort of so I don't care what they think about me per se but I want them to be comfortable and like I want them to feel good but I don't really Mm. care because I can't control what they think about me so I'm like uh, I'm not even gonna try to control that yeah which is wild tell that to my mind because I'm like I can control that I'm sure I can control how they feel about me and what they think and what they I just gotta upload good pics to Instagram (laughs) that'll that'll do it no I I I genuinely think what people think of you is so much more a reflection of themselves I agree am I a fucking psychiatrist whatever yeah you are you are um it's not above your pay grade to help me with my gut voice so I will have an undergrad so I'm an undergrad psychology oh my god me too did we go to the same school did you go to U of T I went to York. Okay. Oh, no. GTA, but no. Same George Compass. But yeah, I feel like I I don't care what people think of me, but I don't Mm. want them to have a bad time. I don't want them to be sad. I don't want them to feel awkward or weird or bad. Mm. So I'll always, in a combo, be very like, what are you thinking? Like, it's not good. And then I I am a perfectionist about how I feel about myself, but Mm. not about how others see me. So like, I think it's funny to say a wrong word and like goof up and be super confident and say it because I know so many people find that so uncomfortable. Well, but I guess as long as you to yourself, if you're like, well, I know what the word is, then that's your self-confidence. Like you don't, you know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't matter. Totally. It doesn't. This is, oh, this is interesting. What I was just about to say. This is a real dig into my brain. I'm actually not insecure about my intelligence, mm. which is, I think, why I'm okay with that. I don't care what people think my intelligence level is because mm-hmm. I, I know what it is and I'm secure with it. So I don't need to prove anything to them. And then the rest is like, I just like to be silly and fun and have a good time. Were you always secure about your intelligence? No. No. No, I felt like I had to prove it because I come from a very a family of very learned people. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I've uh, you have to prove it with like degrees and academics and uh, and schooling. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know why I got over. Maybe that's why I was like forced to get over it because mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm not going down that path. 
Yeah. Like I have a bachelor's of science and then I jumped ship. So you're like, well, either, either I accept and like validate my own level of intelligence in this, or I feel shitty for the rest of my life because I don't want to keep pursuing academics. Exactly. I am very insecure about it. Literally was like one of my. That makes sense though. Cause Cause why? Cause I'm dumb. No, because you. Yelling at my friends on this. No, what's in doubt? We are fighting. Why? Because you think I'm dumb? <laughs> Just fucked crying. Maddie. Um, no, because you said you're scared of when you say the wrong word that people are going to like think yeah. you're dumb for not yeah, knowing yeah, yeah. what the right word is. That totally yeah. makes sense to me. Partly because growing up, I always thought like, wow, my mom is the most intelligent person in the entire world. Like my mom yeah. truly is so incredibly really? smart. And she also is just so competent and capable. Like if she doesn't know something, she'll find it out. Like timer, 10 seconds, she'll understand a whole something. Encyclopedia. Yeah. That is such uh, a greater skill than knowing stuff is like knowing to just where to look at how to look it up and and when to look it up. That's such a good point. Yes. Well, when I was, I always wanted to be that. Like I looked up to that and I felt, I felt smart growing up. I also have the type of personality and like learning method and whatever for myself that the conventional school system works for me. I am a totally. kid who's like, hey, teacher, I can figure out what your needs are and I'll meet your needs and yeah, I'll get an totally, A+. Plus. It has nothing totally. to do with learning it. I can just figure out how to get an A. Totally. But when I was in like the second grade, this kid in my class who always used to call me Medusa and I thought it was a compliment and le- years later found out it was not. He I feel like it's around. a compliment. Now I, I feel, feel like, like it's, it's such a badass compliment. Wait, why did he call you Medusa? I don't know. He just would run around and point at me and say Medusa. Okay. I'm freeing you of this. That's his. That's on him. <laughs> that's on I, him. That's such a projection. I can't even yeah. think of a singular. Did you have a snake in your hair one time? No. I mean, maybe I had long hair. Honestly, kids are so dumb. They, like, kids are so. Kids make the horrible, stupidest fucking nicknames in the world. Yeah. They're so embarrassing. It's like. And then, like, you go through, like, I mean, that one was. I mean, I feel like she's, like, powerful. And I always wanted to, like, be an X-Men kind of. And I feel like she had, like, an X-Men power. So I was kind of fine with it when I figured it out. But, but like, he was kind of mean. Bully, it's like, oh my god, get a fucking second opinion on some of these nicknames <laughs> you guys are using. I they demand suck. a second opinion. Actually, they that's suck. amazing. I'll invoice you for life coaching of that because yes, getting I'm, a second opinion on like my bully. So in grade school, everybody got like a topic that they had to do a little presentation on. I was in grade oh, like yeah, two or I love three, those. and me and that guy got the same one, Aurora, the Aurora Borealis. So I was doing Cute, my presentation. I was doing it first, and there was a Q and A portion. The fact that grade two or three is like. A Q&A Host- portion. Hosting a fireside chat in grade 100 percent I'm a TED Talk. <laughs> Hi, come on over. So somebody asked me a question and I didn't know the answer. And in my head, it was just so automatic that like that's unacceptable. You did a project. <gasps> I'm supposed to be the ambassador of the Aurora Borealis for my entire class. So I need to know. So I made it that's up. Fucking and this hilarious. kid oh, stood up and said, that's not true and said the right answer because he did know. And I felt such shame about not knowing what I should have known that I think it scarred me for life. Like now I hate if I think I should if I don't think I should have knowledge, I'll ask if I think it's something I should know or should know by now as an adult. I feel so much shame in asking. Um, wow. I love <laughs> your theory, honestly, that like those fucking salient moments uh, of like Okay, well, they shame. weren't here. We have to tell them the theory. Okay, the theory that she yeah. has is that when you experience deep, deep shame as a child, the first few times, like maybe f- between five and 10, whatever those events are pertaining to um, will kind of stick with you for life. So in her case, it was this Aurora Borealis moment. <laughs> in my case, it was doing a Titanic presentation and my hand was too shaky to use a PowerPoint presentation. 
So now in my handshakes, I can't perform really well. So I don't like to hold microphones. And I did have, I do need to say that I did have like a prop hat in that presentation (laughs) at the end of it. And it was supposed to be a factual Titanic presentation. I did at the end say, and as for Jack and Rose, and I put like a little hat on and I said, who's to say if they were real or not? And that was the closing line of my grade five presentation on the Titanic. And my teacher said, my teacher immediately said they weren't real. So, and I went, okay, okay. teacher, but you know what? You were like, I'm secure in my intelligence. I don't care. At that time I was like, I was trying to add flair to this project. I was trying to add mystery magic. I was trying to immerse the audience and you fucking robbed You pulled them right out. A hundred percent. I had them. I had them. Yeah. Yeah. But all that to say, that's where theme comes from. And that was a beautiful synopsis of the theory when you were saying it, I'm like wow quote this yes okay never have I ever lied about my relationship status so I did just drink right sorry I did it while you were drinking I apologize I set you up for that I have yeah when I was much younger and not the way you'd think can I guess yeah did you lie and say you had a partner when you did yes yes I and and to be fair in high school, I was quite a, del- del- as the kids say, a Delulu, a Delulu girly. Oh my God, what's a Delulu um, girly? See, I have delus- no shame. And now I'm going to enjoy it. Delusional, uh, full blown delusional. Oh, I understand. Okay. So I would have a lot of situationships with young boys. Mm. I was a young girl at the same time, too. I do need to disclaim <laughs> that. So when I was in high school, I'd have I'd have situationships where we'd be like hanging out every day. I'd meet their parents. We'd be like hooking up. And then I would be like, we're obviously dating right and then they'd be like no you fucking idiot so like I had a lot of that where I'd be like confusing I'd be like yeah I'm dating someone so I can't like I can't come out Saturday because we're probably like gonna do like a boyfriend girlfriend thing (laughs) we don't have plans but we probably will we probably will because like Friday (laughs) nights for friends Saturday is like boyfriend girlfriend night (laughs) and then they'd be like no you're not but as an adult now looking back I'm like well I wasn't lying I guess yeah. I was under the impression that we were dating because we did everything dating people well, did yeah I was gonna say oh sorry you hung out met their met no, their we, families yeah, yeah. did sexual th- like yeah did sexual yeah yeah but then but not dating though because right not in the msn name not in the msn name oh no not, yeah you're not right being paraded around so there's a lot of around I'm so yeah. stupid how did I miss those signs so yeah that, oh I lied about God. the other way around <laughs> I don't know you? if I I've, I'm like it's funny because when I read that I was thinking oh maybe I've lied about having one when I haven't I've been with my current partner for like ever Long so I'm time, thinking yeah. yeah and I've never lied about not being in a relationship while I've been with him mm-hmm. but I'm trying to think before him if I've ever lied either way my only thinking is like if there was a time when I was single and I was like at a party or at like a bar or something and oh and, and i just like, said yeah i have a boy uh, yeah yeah i'm in a relationship oh yeah if those count then yeah safety 100 sure. that's like yeah. you have to safety and nobody feel any shame about lying in that way if you if it's easier to get some dude off your back by being like i'm in a really oh. i'm in a monogamous relationship and i have no interest in you it's fine i love lying honestly <laughs> in, in that situation <laughs> in that situation yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And a couple so others whatever yeah great. like whatever okay yeah Look at us go. Like, I'm, I'm pulling shocked. another one. I'm so proud I'm of us, Maddie. I'm fully shocked. I'm fully okay. shocked. Never have I ever enjoyed mm. a smell I'm supposed to find gross. 100%. I mean, I love gas. Like, everyone's really on the fence with that, with that one. Everyone's really on the gas. fence with that one. Everybody's gas? 
no, everybody, like 50-50. Some people are like, yeah, I'm obsessed with gas. And then other people are like, gas is a terrible smell, but I love gasoline. I would stick my head in a gasoline puddle. <laughs> I didn't know if you were talking about gasoline or farts. When I said oh, everybody's no, I... <laughs> gas, I didn't mean like, like, do you like Petro Canada? Do you like Shell? Do you, I'm like naming the gas stations. <laughs> I you meant, I'm like, yeah, I can smell the different kinds. Yeah, yeah. No, that's so funny that you'd think I'd call a fart <laughs> gas. Everybody's gas. Gas. I love when gas. people pass gas. I love gas. No, um, I love oh, gasoline. gasoline. I love the smell of gasoline. That's a good one. Nail polish remover or like Sharpie yeah. markers. Those smell well, good too. I'll stick off. I used to stick a Sharpie so far up because it smelled so good. Just like color in your nostril. So then you can just live with the smell. It smells so good. There's nothing really gross. Like I do wish I could give this person actually like a grody answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really have anything. I will say my dog her breath would smell and then at one point puppy breath she was like a pug and so in her fold sometimes she had a little like a little yeast infection and I loved the smell of that yeah Yeah. and people were like and I'm like I will soak it up I wonder if that's parenthood I think it is I know I swear to god I think it is I love everything about my baby puppy she's so cute she's not a baby puppy she's two (laughs) like I wish I liked the smell of like pee or something like gross for everyone but I I don't I'm pretty I feel like sometimes though you fart and you're like, oh, that doesn't smell bad. Like it, it's supposed to smell bad. And sometimes you're like, oh, or I, I'll say, I'm like, oh, it doesn't smell bad. I'll have an objective to my own fart where I'm like, I know that smells bad, but it's not yeah. affecting me the same way that yeah. for others it would. I definitely have that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, this is Less supposed bias. to smell bad. Yeah. I'm like, I know this is bad, but I'm not really as affected as you're going to be. As you would seconds. be if you were here. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Never All right. Ooh, never have I ever seen a ghost. Oh my god, that's so fun as fuck. Okay. I w- I've never, and I wish I had a little bit, or maybe not. I think it would drop. This isn't me. really a ghost, but one time I was sleeping at my aunt's house. I woke up. I was like six years old. Mm, yeah, I'd be like seven or eight. Woke up, and the entire window was just a blue light shining in my room. And other people have talked about this fucking blue light. And I don't know if it's connected to aliens. Whatever it is, I walked in my aunt's room, freaked the fuck out, came back, and it was gone. So that is something I have experienced, I remember, to a T. Wait, how old were you, Maddie? How old were you? Seven or eight. Oh, my God. But I was, like, fully awake. I was, like... So scary. And it was just like a blue abyss in outside the window. If anyone's experienced that, please reach out to me. I want oh to my have like, god, please. This would be the only Facebook group that I would ever be interested <laughs> in having is just people that have had that experience. And then the second one, when I was six, I was lying on my lying on the living room floor. A woman walked by. She was super pale, short Shut red up. hair. I waited for her to ring the doorbell. She never did. Never left a flyer. She and she never walked back. So I waited for like 20 minutes. She never walked back down the path past the bay window. I went and opened the door and nothing was there. And there was no woman. And there's no way to like not walk back the way you came because there's hedges everywhere. Pretty sure she was a ghost for sure. Oh, my God. And then like shortly after that happened, I'm pretty sure our neighbor died. So there was like weird stuff going on. Yeah. So I definitely feel like she was a spiritual projection. Oh, my God. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so I I always am like, I don't believe in ghosts, but then totally. I'm afraid of them. So like, do I yeah. or do I not? I think I do, and I'm just afraid. But my thing is, I wish I could see one, but then I'm also like, I think it would completely 
like destroy your scare life, me scare to shit. So yeah, did it totally? Like, how were you afterwards? You weren't freaked out, or you were? You no. thought about it a lot after, like both of them felt really normal as they okay. were happening. The blue light scared the fuck out of me, like yeah. at the time. But then I wasn't like PTSD vibes from PTSD yeah. vibes, the <laughs> DSM five as they refer to. <laughs> I was gonna say, oh my god, my therapist is like so. <laughs> so I did not have that, but I I knew something weird was happening. And then with the woman, I didn't really care either. I wasn't yeah. really affected by it. I have had like night terrors and stuff as an adult where I've seen like hallucinations of like things in my room and those are terrifying but never no nothing lasting Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like if you're open to it you'll see stuff if you're not open to it you won't yeah I don't know I don't know why I'm so afraid of seeing something like logically I get it it's like oh do I think I'm in danger do I think they're but I also don't think that every ghost you might see has like ill intentions with you yeah like what are they gonna fucking do also like if I'm gonna die I'm gonna die I don't know I've never heard of a ghost killing someone I've only really Mm -hmm. heard of them like bouncing balls and like closing well and having sex with you I hear about that on TLC all the time there's a lot of sex with ghosts there's a lot of sex with ghosts what is up with that there's so much sex with ghosts I don't think it's i don't think it's i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know either i know i know thing i know okay i'm gonna do one more with us never have i ever made up a story to seem cooler than i was that's literally my entire life that's all i ever do <laughs> that's frankly <laughs> that's this is an attack on me frankly <laughs> who submitted this did they know that maddie was booked did on I the show for today to yeah did myself? maddie submit this do you remember one that like you got caught in or that you really regret telling or the one that really worked maybe too you know i've never from scratch i think not since i was six done a big 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 lie mm-hmm. but i've definitely i'm an embellisher like yeah, a massive yeah. massive i'm adding details to stories i don't do it so much anymore because i'm so yeah. tired all the time it's even <laughs> yeah, the yeah, truth yeah. is so tiring but <laughs> definitely as a teen i was an embellisher so i was very yeah. like i was like and then the cops came and the, and it's like no they didn't like stuff <laughs> like that I would say I'm more an embellisher than anything. What about you? Yeah, I think same. I always felt so strongly against lying. And then also in a moment, if I saw like, oh, this is the part of the story that this person's really connecting with or really jiving with, I would like really lean into that part of the story. Yes, yes, So I could find that. And my partner was a really good gauge of that for me because he knew me and he's been with me for so many years. He might have heard the story first or whatever. He wouldn't say anything, but just him being there afterwards, I walked away being like, oh, I wasn't true. Like I wasn't fully authentic to myself. I was I felt shitty because I knew I was doing it for the other person to like me and not because I was getting excited about that part of the story. And I didn't like that. You know, I know, but Frig, you can't blame yourself for that. I want, no. I want everyone to like me, but I also don't really care. No, you don't really time. care. You what just want other that? people to feel good. I do. I yeah. really do. Yeah. I never want to be the cause of someone's sadness. Oh my god. I know. I mean, it gives me. <gasps> but also, it's inevitable. That, That's the other thing, though. It is inevitable. Totally. You're gonna hurt people. You're gonna make them feel crappy. I also think, like, you know that book, everybody poops. I literally think that's yeah. like everybody lies too. And, yeah, Tam, no one steal that idea from me. I'm going to make nope. a shirt. I'm going to make a little book. Write a book. A little book for kids. <laughs> a little book for children. My last one, Maddie, is Never Have I Ever Played Never Have I Ever on a podcast. So fun. Love and you. I drink my water. Bye. Cheers. Yeah, that was so fun. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Liquid Courage Podcast presents Never Have I Ever. If you like what you heard and you're looking to support the show, here's a few ways you can help. You can leave the show a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. 
Or you can follow the show on Instagram and TikTok at Liquid Courage Podcast. Or, and best of all, you can tell a friend about the show. Tell a family member, tell a coworker, post about your favorite episode online. Spread the word. That really is the best way to help support the show and help it grow. Did I just rhyme? Okay, until the next episode. Cheers. <laughs>